Hello, and welcome to the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast for September 11th, 2020, a somber day in which we commemorate one of the worst days in many of our lifetimes, during one of the most difficult years of our lifetimes. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, here to bring you information to help you know more about what's happening locally. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out is for Abundant Life Ministries, working hard to create a better future for the Charlottesville community. Let's get the numbers out of the way. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports another 1,115 cases of COVID-19 and another three deaths. The seven-day average for positive tests dropped to 7.5%. There are another 53 cases reported in the Thomas Jefferson Health District, with 34 of those from Charlottesville and 11 from Albemarle. The seven-day positive rate in the Health District is 5.5% today. Yesterday, the University of Virginia updated its COVID-19 tracker with data from Wednesday and reported another 25 cases for a cumulative total of 282 since August 17th. Of those, 238 are students. The tracker also reports 6% of quarantine rooms are in use, as well as 1% of isolation rooms. Charlottesville may soon be close to hiring someone to run the department that oversees planning within the city's 10.4 square miles. Earlier this year, the director of the Neighborhood Development Services Department was demoted as part of a reorganization ordered by City Manager Teron Richardson, and a new person has not yet been hired. City Councilor Lloyd Snook gave this update on the process at Thursday's meeting of the Place Design Task Force. There is a person, some of you may have been involved in the interviewing process, uh, there were some video interviews or Zoom interviews and so on, and apparently where we stand with that right now is that that person would like to come to Charlottesville, actually, physically, uh, and uh, you know, before deciding to, to take the, the, uh, the step. This, per- this person has familiarity with Charlottesville over a period of 30 years or so, uh, but not currently. Snook told Place he has been frustrated by an inability to enact many of his campaign platforms because of COVID-19 and because of difficulties of what's been going on in City Hall. City Council is having a special meeting at 1 p.m. today to discuss a personnel matter. Last night, a local group that promotes tech companies in the Charlottesville area handed out its annual awards at a virtual gala. Cheeto John, a software engineer at GitHub, served as the master of ceremonies and began with the Business of the Year Award. The first award of the evening goes to Ting Charlottesville. Come on up. Ting's been serving Charlottesville for over five years, and from our inception, CBIC has been our conduit to the startup, innovator, and technology infrastructure that fuels the Charlottesville business community. The Educator of the Year Award went to Dominique Morse, Youth Entrepreneurship Facilitator of Albemarle County's Murray High School and Community Middle School. To you, that means a person that comes in and works with your children on design, and also taking those designs and potentially turn it into a business or just thinking about the entrepreneurial aspect of how can something that I do in school also affect the community. The CBIC Entrepreneur of the Year went to Cynthia Adams of Pearl Certification. We make home value visible through a platform that collects data on energy efficient and renewable energy features so that homes can appraise for more at resale or refi. We launched Pearl Certification and currently headquartered here in Charlottesville because this community is so supportive when it comes to clean tech, sustainability, and entrepreneurship. The Innovator of the Year went to Weld Health, 
a division of ACAC. Weld Health is an innovative software platform that was built from scratch here in Charlottesville and is designed to make prevention sustainable. How do we as a country live a healthier lifestyle and how do we make sure that the prevention we need to avoid the health care that we don't want is accessible for all? The top jobs creator of the year was to go to a technology or tech-centric business for its noteworthy achievement of generating secure, well-paying, primarily tech jobs and retaining highly skilled workers. This year, that award went to Commonwealth Computer Research Inc., or CCRI. We were not expecting this. This is, this is a big surprise. We're very excited. We've only been a tech company in Charlottesville for 31 years. I mean, that's not long enough, is it? <laughs> the CBIC Partnership of the Year Award is sponsored by the Chamber of Commerce and was introduced by President Elizabeth Cromwell. The CBIC Partnership of the Year Award recognizes new partnerships built in the last 18 months that model collaborative innovation and achievement that inspires others. This year's prize went to New Hill Development Corporation and the Fountain Fund for their work on financial literacy. Here is Yolanda Harrell of the New Hill Development Corporation. And we are so excited about the partnership that we have with Fountain Fund. Part of our goals as New Hill Development Corporation is to focus on financial capability. Everyone is capable of achieving the financial dreams that they would like. The Social Good Award went to Antoine Brinson for Culinary Concepts. Culinary Concepts was designed as a solution for folks that are in the food and beverage industry that are looking for a step up. Um, there's a lot of folks that don't want to go to culinary school, but they found themselves in this industry um, and they're looking for certifications or some kind of foundational training to elevate their skills to, to be able to move up the ladder. So I designed this program to give people the foundational skills they need to grow. The startup of the year went to Cardboard Live, a firm that seeks to transform the board game experience. The student entrepreneur of the year went to Roman Boak of MetaCTF. We have some exciting things coming up in October. You know, um, October is the Cybersecurity Awareness Month, so a lot of our clients are looking to do things then, um, uh, run trainings. And that's it for this edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast for Friday, September 11th. This is the conclusion of the ninth week of newscasts and newsletters that I've been able to put out. Thank you for all the people who have been supporting by buying a subscription on Substack or through making a contribution through Patreon. You can find out how to do that in the newsletter. We'll be back next week for a full week of all kinds of information about this community. And I have a suspicion there's going to be a special edition that's going to come out over the weekend. I'm Sean Tubbs, and thank you for listening.